Welcome to Strategic Insights, brought to you by PrideStaff. On each episode, we bring you interviews with leading management and employment experts from across the country. Your host for Strategic Insights is Brad Smith. And now, here's Brad. Hello, and thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Strategic Insights from Pride Staff. This is part two of our three-part series of Women in Business. Today, we are going to talk about breaking down barriers in business leadership and the journey from working as an assistant in the business to owning the business. Joining me on today's episode is Blanca Covarrubias, owner and strategic partner of Pride Staff Vassalia. Blanca, thank you so much for joining Thank you for having me. Blanca, let's start off by talking a little bit about your background. How did you first get started in the staffing industry and how did you find Pride Staff? So actually, I have known of Pride Staff since I was like 19 years old. That was a long time ago. Um, But during the recession in 2010, um, I was actually laid off from what I had, you know, gone into my career as far as the construction industry. And um, unfortunately, I was laid off. And so I had to look for a new career opportunity. Uh, I couldn't relocate my family. So I, again, had known of Pride Staff. And so I reached out to them to see what opportunities they had. And I applied for a recruiting assistant role. They actually had a couple of different, there was an assistant branch manager and there was a recruiting assistant role, but because I, I didn't feel that I had um, the strong skills as far as applying for the assistant branch manager. So I applied for a temp position starting off as a recruiting assistant. So you went from a temp position to climbing the ranks in the business then? Yes. So shortly after I was hired on as a uh, temporary recruiting assistant, I was hired on full time into a staffing zone role. And throughout the you know first four years, I was able to move into different roles, such as a, a payroll specialist, a, a pride staff financial staffing consultant, running a blended desk. Uh, on the pride staff side, it was also a pride staff staffing consultant, as well as a business developer. So you learned so many different areas of the business and you went from a temporary position to full-time, climbed the ranks, got your feet wet in so many different areas. What actually made you decide to make the leap from working in the business to entrepreneurship and owning a business? It was it was during my math during in 2013 when I decided to go back to school and do my master's program. One of my business projects was to do a business plan on opening up uh, a business. Uh, Little did I know, I wasn't even sure like what that was going to look like for me. Uh, And one day I saw a couple come in, you know, through Pride staff and they were actually uh, doing their discovery day. And I just kind of like the light bulb just kind of went off. And I was like, wait, you know, I really enjoy this industry. I've had the opportunity to work in the different roles that I, you know, had the opportunity to work in. And so then I just thought like, why don't I do my business plan and actually opening up a franchise? It actually just made sense. And when I did think about the idea, I don't think that there was a a question. Um, I just, you know, was very excited to be able to have something to where I could put it on paper as a business plan because I did feel that that it was something that I was felt very strongly about and was very passionate about. What a great light bulb moment 
actually doing <laughs> classwork, realizing that you wanted to be a business owner and then making that decision. Congrats. Yes, yes, yes. So talk to us a little bit about that journey then. So you went from temporary associate, you were back at school, you're going through your master's program. Who helped you along the way? Were there people that were influential in, in helping you get from temporary associate to business owner? Yeah, so I was very, very fortunate um, to have a couple of uh, mentors, uh, coaches that helped me along the way. Uh, George Rogers was uh, very instrumental, very, um, you know, he really took me underneath his uh, wing and just it, it, it coached me, mentored me. Uh, there was a lot of questions that I had. He was there to answer those questions. And for those listening, George Rogers was the founder of Pride Staff. Yes, yeah. yes, George George Rogers is the found. He was a founder of Pride Staff. So, so again, I, I think that um, you know, not very many get that opportunity. Um, so, I truly felt very fortunate to have him as one of the best mentors I've you know I've had in my career. Um, and again, you know, there was a lot of questions. There was a lot of dialogues that, you know, we would have on a daily basis, uh, which really, uh, again, was instrumental in, in the success of, you know, opening up a franchise. Um, in the beginning, when I first started, uh, Ann Gilbert, which she is the owner of um, two offices in, in the state of Arizona, and she she was my coach. She was my mentor. Uh, she really pushed me. She believed in me. I, I think that that was definitely a huge, you know, huge factor is knowing that uh, somebody believes in your potential. Uh, so both of those individuals just a great impact in, in the success of my career and the direction that I took. Um, I still have a very close relationship with Anne. Um, so I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Like they, they definitely were two individuals that uh, took the time uh, that it takes to really focus on somebody that they believed, you know, would be great in this business. I think that's terrific. You had mentors that were inside of Pride Staff that knew the inner workings of Pride Staff that could help uh, lead and guide you with the Pride Staff system. What about externally? When you launched your business, did you reach out to any local associations, work with any chambers, find any other mentors outside of the Pride Staff network that helped you? So as far as, yeah, professionally, uh, there was um, the, you know, the Chamber of Commerce, um, the SHRM, um, you know, there was different uh, uh, organizations that, you know, kind of helped set that foundation, especially when I was opening up my business um, throughout, you know, the different career, the, the different career that I previously had, uh, there was, you know, some strong connections there, you know, just individuals that I really bounced off information to. And then one from my immediate family, my husband actually owns his owned his business and still owns his uh, construction business business. And so he really, you know, was kind of, you know, a, a support on the back end. There was things, you know, dialect that we had, you know, as far as having conversations on, you know, starting up the business. Uh, but yeah, I think that throughout the years, learning the different aspects of the business, as well as the network that I had, not only individuals within the Pride Staff system, but individuals that I had met prior really kind of set the foundation for me when I kind of went into this opening up my office. 
Now, talking about opening up an office, when anybody launches a new business, there's a few different paths, right? You can look to start from scratch. So start a business from the ground up. You can look to acquire or purchase a, a business. Uh, you took the path of buying a franchise and buying a franchise with Pride Staff. Why did you go that route? Again, it was about helping people. This industry, when I decided to do my uh, business plan uh, during my master's program, uh, again, you know, I knew where I was at in my career. I really loved it. I really uh, enjoyed working with people. Um, and the next step for me was opening up a franchise. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, th I think that, you know, prior to completing my business plan, I didn't really know it. Uh, but it's very interesting because um, George Rogers, uh, he, he he kind of already knew um, there was conversations that he had had, you know, prior with individuals that, you know, he felt that, you know, there was going to be the point where I was going to become a strategic partner, yet I never knew it myself. So I, I do feel that, um, again, the passion for it. Uh, you know, we don't go around or I wasn't going around saying, oh, one day I'm going to own my own business. One day I'm going to own my own business. But I do remember in my master's program, uh, the graduate director said, there's a lot of individuals that uh, will create a business plan and then they will file it in their filing, filing cabinet. So, you know, there's a very small percentage of individuals that will actually implement their business plan. So he said, who will you be? And I think to me, you know, when I did figure out that I wanted to open up a franchise, it's I was going to build a business plan. Obviously, that a lot of the modeling was already set in place through Pride Staff. But I those words I do remember that it was clear, like I didn't want to just file my you know business plan in a filing cabinet. You know, I wanted to make sure that I executed this business plan. And the execution came fairly easy because I did have the support, uh, both professionally and personally, um, but also because of the passion that I have for this industry and helping people. That's a great combination. So that passion obviously is essential. And then looking at the support and structure of a franchise system and uh, the back office operations, the yes. strong reputation, the support at every step, I, I, I think is probably um, very influential. But without that drive, without that passion, it doesn't matter. Correct. <laughs> so building off that a little bit, talk to me about some of the most rewarding parts of launching and owning your own business through Pride Staff. Um, well, I think that um, for the most part, uh, you know, as a business owner, you do have the flexibility. I feel that, you know, in this industry, it can be very challenging. You know, there's a lot of forks along the road, but having that flexibility to help, you know, whether it's your internal team, um, help, you know, the associates that we put out on assignment, as well as having that flexibility to spend time with our immediate family. Uh, is all well worth it. So I, I, I definitely, I, I think that, you know, there's a combination of both professionally and personally, but, you know, success is definitely uh, how it impacts others more mm -hmm. than it does oneself. I, I believe that. I, th I think you're dead on and I love that. Now, talk to me a little bit about the significance of women in the staffing industry. This episode is all about women in leadership. Women in the staffing industry have been very influential 
and if you don't mind, discuss that a little bit more. What does the significance or role of women in the staffing industry and role in business growth mean to you? Okay. Um, yes. Yeah, so the, the staffing industry actually shows that there's been an increase in women joining uh, this industry. Uh, I do believe that women help create uh, a more diverse and inclusive working environment. Uh, we bring a unique perspective and skill set to the table that I actually believe has a positive impact in business growth, you know, business growth, but also as well as building stronger and better client relationships. Now, now not to downplay the men or anything, but you know, I, that's just my perspective of what I believe uh, women kind of bring to the table, uh, you know, in this industry and helps increase the business growth. Now, building on that a little bit, you're a Latina woman. So talk to me a little bit about your experience as uh, a Latina business owner and what that journey has really meant to you. I am actually a you know first generation graduate um, and the Latina business actually makes uh, the last reading I had read on that was about 45% of all Latino businesses. Uh, and it actually feels good to be a part of that small percentage of Latina entrepreneurs. Uh, this journey actually owning uh, my own franchise has definitely impacted, again, not only myself, but those, <clears throat> those around me and having the opportunity to help others, um, especially, you know, other Latina women or just women in general. Um, just like in any business, um, we definitely cannot... Uh, fear failure, right? There's always a, a lesson in failure. Um, but for the most part, uh, I feel that, you know, just the passion about this industry and knowing that you can have an impact, um, you can inspire and you can contribute to somebody's business growth is definitely very powerful. And at the same time, a humbling experience. I'm sure it can be. And I like that point about not fearing failure. And as you mentioned earlier, leaning into that excitement, leading into that drive to be successful will ensure your success in the long run. So Blanca, thank you so much for your time today. We really appreciate you sharing your amazing journey with us. For those that are listening or watching today that may aspire to start their own business, do you have any closing words of wisdom for them? So there is a quote that comes to mind. Um, it's, it's more of a general quote, uh, but that really, you know, is a quote that comes to mind, especially, you know, when you're looking to jump into a career and, um, you know, open up your own business is the most successful people endure some of the greatest pain. So I, I think that that, um, Going into, you know, anybody who's going to open up a business, whether it's, you know, if, if it's a woman opening up their own business, I think that you have to go into it knowing that there's going to be challenges, there's going to be that fear, um, but it's very, very rewarding to know what's on the other side of fear, right? So I just feel that it's, you know, if you're, if you're a woman wanting to open up a business, um, go for it. Just, you know, it, it's, 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 if you feel scared, if you feel nervous, if um, you feel that it's something that, you know, is, is going to be rewarding, but yet, you know, you're kind of, you know, feeling a little bit um, 
not wanting to push yourself, I say, just push yourself, push yourself, jump, jump into the opportunity of owning your own business, because it is very rewarding, you know, very rewarding, especially when you have an impact on others. I couldn't agree more and run towards that fear, but also realize that you don't have to run alone. There's an entire support team there to help you, especially when you're looking at a franchise model like Pride Staff. There's that support structure behind you. There's a proven process to help get you along on your way to success. So uh, don't feel like you have to do it alone. Yes, yes, most definitely. I feel that the support system, you know, as a franchise system, having the support from operations, um, you know, just from all the different departments, HR, marketing, uh, you have your accounting, um, sales, all of that just, you know, it really does help, you know, when you're going into opening up your franchise business, um, because you do have the support of individuals where you can ask questions and be able to um, get some guidance. So definitely great resources. Blanca, thank you again for your time today. We really appreciate it and really enjoyed hearing your story. So thank you. Thank you very much. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to Strategic Insights brought to you by Pride Staff. Whether you're looking for high-level workforce consulting or staffing help to meet demands, Pride Staff is here to help.